Hi, welcome to John Taylor's podcast, Keep Sharing. I'm absolutely delighted to be um, joined by Zeb out in Los Angeles. Uh, just before I bring him into the show, a quick introduction. I met a guy called David Schultz, who's building amazing entry points for golf to raise it for the masses. And he invited me out to the PGA show in January 2018. And I met Zeb, a social media guy. And here he is on the line. So welcome to the show, Zeb. Thank you. Hey, John. Thank you for having me. Excited to be chatting with you today. So, yeah, looking forward to this. Yes. Yeah, so two years was when we first met. And straight away, I think one of our first conversations was talking around soccer. We all love for it and my love for football, you know, and how. And I think that's sort of like straight away you knew I was English. You knew I was from the northeast of Newcastle. So I'm definitely going to have a little bit of football in my blood. And, um, yeah, we hit it off then. So, why were you at that show, though? Can you just let people know how we, or what, how, what you were there doing? So, Yeah, so I do social media marketing for golf courses, or for the golf industry in particular. Uh, so I wrote a book called The Social Golf Course about how to do social media marketing for golf courses. Uh, once I published the book, I came across Dave, you know, the, the guy who, who's creating this product uh, called Next Links, and it's very it's very up-to-date, modern, uh, bringing golf to the masses kind of program. And so he had also connected with you. And so when we came to that PGA show, I asked him if I could tag along with him and his team. And he said, yeah, absolutely. And of course, I was doing the social media for his company. And uh, that's how you and I got in touch. And I do remember those chats about uh, football as well, or soccer, we call it here. I still play once every week, although right now with the coronavirus, we don't play. I mean, we haven't played in several weeks, but I've played my whole life. And so I love playing soccer. I love doing it. And uh, I, I wish I could be doing it right now, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So what is your team of choice, both in the Premier League and across the pond or the Atlantic, you know? Well, so the Galaxy here, I had season tickets for a while to the LA Galaxy. So when Beckham was here, you know, I got a chance. I was a season ticket holder when Beckham was here. My brother got that for me as a birthday gift. And so I got a chance to see a lot of games with David Beckham. And so that was, that was uh, awesome. And, uh, and the profile of soccer has really grown up. So I've played a lot there. In the, England, in, uh, in the Premier League, um, I, when I was a kid, it was Manchester United. My... However, my, uh, my sister's best friend, she's the goalkeeper for Man City. So she plays, uh, she's a starting goalkeeper for Man City on the women's team. Uh, so we have a good uh, connection with Man City. And so we've been rooting for Man City and her team. And it's Karen Bardsley. She's the uh, national team goalkeeper for the English national team too. Wow. That's, that's good going, isn't it? <laughs> to get to that level. And women's football is really starting to take off now. And it was getting very popular. And I know England done pretty well in the World Cup. and. We've got uh, Neville, which is obviously the next Man United player at the helm, helping the ladies' team get to where they need to. And I think uh, my daughter's friend, she's 18 years old. She absolutely loves football. She's got black and white seat covers in her car. She's, you know, she's good for it. And I think that it, football needed that in soccer to, to, to open that up a little bit deeper for women because there is some talented women out there that are playing the game. And it's, it's only right, you know, that they get the oh. praise that they deserve because it's, it's coming along brilliantly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know that's a different thing for people, but we love watching it. Uh, here in the United States, you know, women's uh, perform way better than the men. So our women's teams are always kind of in the top, top of the world and our men's are way behind that. Uh, and, and then the women's in, in England, they're a fun team to watch. So we love rooting for the English national team. Yeah, It's fun. So you love, for, you love for soccer and football. That's yeah. So we got talking then and you were 
working for David and I met David, I think, 2015 at the London Golf Show. He told me all about his idea. He'd done exactly the same. He invited me out to, to the PGA show. And thinking about them moments you were doing social media, what, what's your job now? What are you, what are you up to? What, are you, what is your role? Or? So I've always kind of, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur at heart, you know, so I take on lots of different things. Uh, so I still run my online marketing business. So it's called 19 Toll Media. And that's where we help golf courses. We promote golf courses through social media and online marketing. So we can build websites, email. We send out emails on every half. We, we kind of handle their online marketing efforts. Uh, so I still run that, still do that. Um, my sister and I own Wellborn Media, which is a company that helps out businesses and basically anybody who needs help with their online presence. So we have one specifically for golf, but then we have one for everything else. Uh, I'm, I currently run our Chino Valley Chamber of Commerce. So if you're not familiar with the Chamber of Commerce, it's just like a group of businesses that get together and try to support one another. So I'm in charge of that. So I run our local Chino Valley Chamber of Commerce. And uh, I'm also a consultant for our county. So I work for the county of San Bernardino doing some business consulting. So I work as a business consultant and try and help businesses become more successful. Well, that's absolutely phenomenal what you're doing, supporting them other businesses as well as trying to do what you do with the core element of it. So you're very um, community driven, Zeb, is what I got from you. You know, you, you understand the ethos of what it takes to support people. And in this time, you know, people could be listening to this in years to come. How are you guys sort of like dealing with the situation? I know that it's, it's over here, it is horrendous. We're out clapping the NHS, the frontline people are doing nothing. But there's also a big sense of um, slow down a little bit in life. You know, people were really getting quick with what they were doing. Yes, they were asking for this time. I haven't got time to go to the gym. I haven't got time for a coffee. I haven't got time to do all of this. So it's universal calling and all of a sudden we've now got bags of time. We've got a lot more on my hands. So um, personally, I'm sort of like embracing that a little bit and just doing a lot of self-reflection. So how are you guys sort of dealing with it? Well, so I've, I have like this very strong sense of responsibility. So at the, with the chamber, I'm responsible for 400 bits. So, so basically our chamber has 400 members that are involved in our Chino Valley Chamber of Commerce. They're all local businesses. They're all people I know admire and respect and a lot of them are struggling obviously uh, because they've been forced to shut down too so here in california everybody's been kind of ordered to stay at home unless you're an essential business uh so for the most part most of our businesses have kind of shut their doors and they're they're staying at home and my goal is to try and make sure that i help them as much as possible which requires me so i'm, I'm working a lot more i would say i don't have a lot more free time uh i am working from home though so i get i'm close to the kids and i can hang out with them but I'm really trying to make sure that all of those businesses have access to the information that they need. Uh, our government put together a $2 trillion package to try and help people help our small businesses. So I want to make sure that our businesses are aware of that or taking advantage of it. Uh, I'm also trying to help them out in other ways. Uh, like one of the things we did, so, so restaurants that are offering takeout services, we put together a list of all the restaurants that are offering takeout services in our area so that we can give that to our community so they know where to shop. Uh, same thing like which businesses are still in operation because we still want to encourage our businesses to do as much business as possible and our citizens and our community with yeah. the businesses that are still working. So I've just been working hard trying to make sure that we're up to date. I also try to, like, like this, I'm doing a lot of Zoom meetings. So I started a whole leadership meeting where we have all of the local leaders in town 
come in every Tuesday morning at 8.30 and just share what's happening in the Chino Valley to educate our business owners and our community about what's happening with the coronavirus, what kind of programs are being available and that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I um, absolutely tip my hat to you and your team for, you know, doing all of this. And I'm, I'm friends with a couple of people that run some big networking events in the Northeast as well. You know, you're talking a couple of hundred members for each one. And a lot of people are now really starting to come together and work with each other within them networks and also buy locally again and try to just, get through every single moment of every day, supporting each other. I've never seen anything like it, you know, the togetherness about what we're doing as humans, that resilience that we have within us, you know, it's, it is, it's really interesting that we can pull through and, and accept all of this stuff that's going as harsh as it is, but it, we're doing the right thing by, you know, sticking to the rules. Obviously we've got, well, Prime Minister isn't very well at the moment. And that yeah. is a big, massive focal point, I think, for the country and just to realise that this guy's pushed on and we've got to I'd say I'm ex-military. I know what it's like to work in teams and I know what it's like to be away from home. I know what it's like to be isolated and stuff like that away from family and friends. So this feels very unusual for every single person. And what I found is that for one story is a knock on effect for everybody involved with just that one individual. And so well done the work that you're doing about keeping everything together and trying to support as many people as possible because it, it will that togetherness will support it all. You know, it's great. So Yeah, no, thank you. And I appreciate that. And before we got on the call today, you and I were talking, I, I did a podcast for it's 120 episodes called the defining success podcast. And the one thing, like the thing that I kind of got the most from that podcast, when I look back at it is, is one statement that one person made in one of my podcasts. I was interviewing this guy named Chris Brogan and he's a big online marketing guy. Uh, and he, the comment that he made is when I think of ways to make money, I fail. And when I think of ways to be of service to others, I make money. And uh, that always kind of resonated with me because at the time I was very focused on like, I want to build this very successful, you know, business and make a lot of money and doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then that kind of helped me shift my focus a little bit to be very much more service minded and like, how can I be of assistance? How can I help? How can I do that kind of stuff? And so when you mentioned that I'm community driven or that kind of thing, like I always revert back to that and saying that that really helped help me kind of go down that path. And I will say that I do feel much more comfortable and confident in the things that I'm doing and know that I'm helping others. And, and it has benefited me in a financial sense. So I'm very fortunate that financially, I'm not, so, I'm not as worried as many people are right now, uh, just because I have all of those things that I've kind of put together and laid the groundwork for that we talked about earlier. And that's what it is, isn't it? It's that foundation. It's that depth in, in nature. You know, there was a woman talking about the moon cycles and today is a full moon as we're happening now. And it's, She's talking about, you know, how nature just sort of like continuously moves in rhythms and human beings do exactly the same thing. And we, we are constantly, you know, giving off a frequency or, or doing something that will have that ripple effect on the whole um, aspect of yourself, your being. And that's why I call this podcast Keep Sharing because of Dr. Joe. And he says exactly what you say, keep sharing. And it's, if, if you can just give one ounce of a little bit of information, whether that be a link to support somebody to apply for an application to keep them going, then that's good. That's just what people might not be able to see. Um, so, yeah, definitely, I'm, I'm with you there, and that's what I feel like I've been doing the last couple of years, is, you know, keep keep going, keep sharing, keep doing your thing. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm glad to hear it. Um, Zeb, um, I think we might be just, you know, coming towards the end of time there. Um, 
So what's the one, you know, you mentioned something about like this guy who said that one thing out of all of them podcasts. Who's sort of been your mentor or I suppose coach throughout your life recently? Yeah, so I mean, my, my, my mentor for my entire life has been my dad. Um, and my, my dad, he was a reporter for the Orange County Register. Uh, so he covered the court system and basically told people stories, right? So he was a reporter, told people stories, made sure that the truth got out there. Uh, and, uh, and he was a very well-respected person in his industry. Uh, and that's one of the things that I've kind of been reflecting, you know, what you mentioned that, that now is kind of a time for reflection and stuff like that. I do think about that right now because the things that I'm doing with the chamber, I do feel like what we're doing is, is we're, we're making a positive impact and a positive difference in, in the profession that I've chosen to get into. And I know that my dad was the same way, you know, everybody looked up to him as kind of like, he was like the top notch guy that did his thing in his industry. And uh, I've always wanted to do that for, for me and myself too. So I know that, um, I, and it's, it comes from a place of like services. Like I have a duty, I have a responsibility. This is what I need to do for my career, my profession. And so I feel like I'm doing the same thing in mine. And, and so that's why I kind of feel like over the last couple of days, I'm just thinking uh, how lucky I am to be in a position to do that, uh, to do, be involved in something where there's an intense purpose, there's something driven, there's something driving me towards it where I feel like I'm helping people uh, in their lives, make their lives better. So I'm just thankful that I'm there, there to be there. And, and that's the one thing that I try to, I guess, leave with other folks too, is, is, you know, find something you like to do that you can help other people with and then uh, pursue it as best as you can. Yeah. That's a really nice story. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I remember uh, David, who we both know said something to me about two or three years ago, I think now, and he was sending me all of the plans of his, his of his business. And he said, what you learn now will serve you well, John. <laughs> and he's uh -huh. right. It does. It just comes back at us from where, whichever angle at any moment, just a little nugget that we've picked up along the way. And you know, that's a, a really nice thing to share. So I think. Yeah, no. And I agree. And there, there's something that, and, and in all these little elements of like, I used to be a high school history teacher. So I taught high school history for four years. And all of those little things that I've done and, and done over the years that I've, I've done and maybe like stopped doing or I've done and transitioned to, like I mentioned the podcast earlier, that those things all kind of prepare you. Like now I feel super comfortable talking in front of a camera or doing a podcast or doing something like that. But when I first started that, it was super nerve wracking and, and it wasn't something that came naturally. And it's a skill that uh, I feel like I've developed and enhanced a little bit over the years. So. You're absolutely right. Those little, thi those little things that come in your life are all kind of coming in there for a reason if you take advantage of it and if you do something with it. Yeah. Well, I'm literally where you are with the nerves starting the podcast. <laughs> so I'm, I may seem like I'm coming across all right, but I'm like, oh, okay. Everybody that I'm meeting recently is super, um, I don't know, I think in tune and connected and an understanding of everything that's going on around them more than I've ever seen it before. And I don't know if it's just because I might be a little bit more that way and I've learned to let go of things that haven't, haven't no longer, you know, serve me or do what they do or I've learned the nuggets along the way. And I, like you, I'm getting really comfortable at just becoming what my purpose is. And I think when you find that, it, it, it aligns you with where you're meant to be going a lot more than when you're off track. So yeah, it's, um, it, it's good Zeb to hear them encouraging words from you and uh, I really appreciate you know coming on um, I know you're a busy man 
and I'll share it with my Chamber of Commerce lot and see if they can pick some stuff up and maybe get you connected and, you know, we're all in this together to share. So thank you. Good, and uh, just to say you're doing great. So keep it up. Thank you so much.